0: Swallows of the South is a proud member of the RPG Academy Network. Hello, and welcome to Swallows of the South. I'm Quinn Wilson, storyteller. This week we don't have a bunch of show news, but I did want to let you all know about a couple of exciting other projects that I was involved in. First is a collection of micro games called Two Weeks that was compiled by Dan Enders. I contributed a game called Queer Fantasy Road Trip to that collection. And all of the proceeds from that collection are being donated directly to the ACLU. So if you like games and civil liberties, I would recommend checking that out. There's a link to it in the show notes. There's a bunch of great games that range from lighthearted and kind of goofy to deep and introspective and challenging. It's a really great collection that I'm proud to be part of. Additionally, I was on the wonderful Talking Tabletop podcast with Jim McClure. If you have any interest in listening to my history in Tabletop, what appeals to me about Exalted, and just general things about Quinn as a person, I would very, very highly recommend that you take a peek at that. There's also a link to that in the show notes. Aside from that, I wanted to go ahead and thank all of our Patreon backers for helping to make our show possible this week. On top of that, our Patreon shout-out this week goes to Jimmy Lundqvist. Thank you so much for your support, Jimmy. That means the world to us. I also wanted to welcome a new member to the RPG Academy Network. Taylor Labresh and the Games Closet Podcast are now full-fledged members of the RPG Academy Network. Welcome on board, Taylor. I love your work. Games Closet is super important. And... Listeners might remember that I did a guest spot on that show when it was known as the Riverhouse Games Podcast. With all that out of the way, let's get into it. In the time of myth, when gods and mortals walked creation together, Godwin, Ariston, and Rizzo entered the camp of the invading realm forces, seeking audience with a member of the Immaculate Faith. To the end of securing audience with Cessis Min and avoiding confrontation with the army in full,
1: would their religious
0: meeting go without incident? Could their deception go smoothly, or would more stones be thrown in the road before this conflict could finally be brought to an end? We open, looking down over the camp that the realm has set up on the banks of the Tebu River. We see hundreds upon hundreds of soldiers carrying banners and standards... It's getting later into the evening, so torchlight is starting to play about, and people are starting to take cautious resting positions, particularly those who are not waiting, holding the siege line. And we cut to a tent, which bears on it a symbol of the Immaculate Dragons. And we see the tent flap open. Lantern light warmly fills the inside. There are several stone offertory tables and one figure is in the room moving between these offertory tables lighting incense on the edge of each of them it is an older woman her face is weathered and worn she does not have any hair her head is very cleanly shaven there is a reflective mirror Toward the back of the room, as well as several crates of supplies. The soldier who escorted you here pokes his head in, having dropped you off and explained the situation to this figure, and says,
1: I've got to be getting back to my duty, so you know, be careful. The one, the tall one, has got a weird situation with his hands. So you're gonna want to be careful about that. And uh I don't know if you want us to keep the uh, the wolf in here or what you want us to do with that
2: uh yes please he's my emotional support it's
1: fine
0: keep it around small animals are kind of nice but be on your way welcome so you've come for conversion is that correct
2: uh yeah we we've seen our ways and we're ready to convert a rooney
0: all right well maybe
2: maybe don't say it like that rizzo
0: she wants to go first Oh no, we're gonna do this with everyone all together. It's gonna be pretty, pretty simple and easy like that.
3: Uh, do, do what all together? Well,
0: there's a couple stages to this, and we'll, we'll walk them all through. I should start by introducing myself. My name is Rebuke of Ignoble Dalliance.
2: But your friends call you...
0: Mostly they call me Rebuke. Okay, thank God. (laughs) You know, it's not (laughs) particularly polite to call someone Ignoble.
2: You're right. Ignoble is not... (laughs) I totally know what that means because i am big intelligent
0: <laughs> all right well you know we're here for a serious discussion so we should probably nip it's... those jokes in the bud <laughs>
2: okay <laughs> sorry all right no it's um, fine uh, i'm just nervous it has been a
3: uh a traumatic day so um, least. what if we're having second doubts?
0: well we're gonna start by asking you a couple questions about your relationship to the faith okay what oh. draws you here if you want to convert why have you come now I understand that you are the uh,
2: We uh, want to keep- I won't
0: use harsh language. You're the bright lights which have shone over the city in recent times.
2: Ooh. I person Your friend's
0: got a glowing forehead. It's a little difficult to not.
2: Don't put me in that box. I thought it was a tattoo.
0: It's floating about 6 inches away from his face. In what S- world?
2: Which one's glowing right now?
0: You? Oh.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I would hardly call this person my friend. I uh, I I can't. Okay, help well, it. I've
0: got a question. Do you want to convert? Because if you want to convert, y'all are going to have to shut your mouths. <laughs> just stop with all the random chatter and answer my questions directly.
2: Okay, God,
4: Man, I don't need to be so sassy about it. You hey, dropped
0: don't... in here at the end of the day. Let's not speak to her like that, gentlemen. I you've interrupted, and ladies, and ladies. sorry. <laughs> Jeez. Okay, you've interrupted my evening offering and prayers. Sorry. So, can we please, what drew you to the Immaculate Faith? What caused this last-minute change of heart?
2: I really like living in Jawe, and I wanted to stay living here. And then everyone was like, oh, you guys are demons. And I don't know about you guys, but I don't want to be a demon. My mama didn't raise no demon, so.
0: Well, you should have thought about that before you made your unholy pact. But too little too late, I suppose.
2: Never too late, I guess.
0: Well, I think that objectively we can say that there's a point at which it's too late, and that's the point at which you've allowed a demon to co-opt your soul.
2: But it's never too late to change, right? Shouldn't the power of your deity be strong enough to conquer all evil, even the evil
4: within us? We're asking to be saved, ma'am!
0: So, why don't you continue with your strong draw to the faith? Because it sounds to me like this is a particularly selfish
2: motivation. That was just my motivation. Right, right, right. If so, we're saved, you know, we save the on. lives of
4: people around us. You know, we're causing havoc and destruction wherever we go. It's a very selfless choice to give up all this power. What you're saying has nothing to do with the Immaculate Faith is I'm,
0: my issue here. I'm asking you what draws you to the Immaculate Faith.
4: I'm saying that the faith guess... brings the allure of, of having control over this sinful side of us. Um, and, and and turning towards a greater good.
0: I think that you have a misunderstanding of what the faith has to
4: say. Okay, I just want to hang out more with my friend Rizzo. Hello, and her cute dog. I uh,
3: have always felt like I've never really been able to contribute properly to creation. And uh, when I made my pact, I was very lost. And I'm uh, looking to be found not just for myself, but I believe that joining the faith will finally put me on a path of righteousness, that I'll be able to finally contribute to a world that has given me so much, even though I don't feel like I exactly uh, deserve it, if I'm saying that correctly.
0: Well... You know, you don't have to worry about saying things correctly. You have to worry about saying things that have nothing to do with what the faith has to say, what the texts have to say. But, you know, Mela teaches us that each of us has a place, and it is through finding and serving our position within that place that we find peace. We find understanding that reaching beyond that position is where we find suffering. Reaching below that position is where we find indolence but striving to be the best you can be within the position that you occupy within this world. That's the secret to advancing yourself further, to happiness. No, not to happiness. To serenity, contentment, fulfillment.
3: That's more or less what I've been looking for. I feel like with this uh, demonic power, I am going too far above what I should be, and I want to be put back to where I'm supposed to be. And I feel the the faith can let me do that, if the faith will have me.
0: Wonderful. Thank you. That, that's the kind of answer that makes me want to reach out and really do something. This is someone who, who sees that there's a gap that they need to fill. They don't know where they belong. The faith can show them.
4: Well, you can stay with the faith, Ariston, all you like. I am trying to See, save your ass right now.
0: <laughs> well, you're doing a really good job of being an ass always. So is there anything about the Order, about the Immaculate Faith that draws either of you two that doesn't involve your particular dispositions?
2: I guess that whenever I looked at the realm and the Immaculate Order, I thought that I was drawn to it because there was always something different with it that I didn't get here, in a sense, at Jalwe, and I wanted to be a part of it. I wanted to connect with the dragons.
0: You wanted to connect with the dragons, but you've fallen so far. You've always felt a connection. Why did you fail to pursue it until now?
2: Because living in Jawa, you don't find a lot of people who are part of the Immaculate Order. I have my heart here, and this is my home. And sometimes we are just born into a religion, and that's the only one you know, and you're afraid to leave it.
0: Follow-up question. Okay. If you've always been drawn to the Immaculate Faith, Mm -hmm. and no one ever comes to Jauwe preaching the faith, then how Mm -hmm. did you discover it?
2: I've traveled outside. And why didn't you pursue the faith then? I believed that there were more important things at hand than changing my religion. I was out of Jauwe for a specific reason, and I felt that those things were more important than me changing myself.
0: Interesting. I think that... You'll have a lot to, to learn. I think that the lessons of Hesia and Mela and Danad might resonate with you well.
2: I look forward to learning as much as I can and seeing how changing this way of my life does for me.
0: Perfect. Well, then our last new devotee, what draws you?
4: Look, ma'am, can I just say for a persuasion roll? That my reasons are just too personal to me to disclose.
0: Uh, So go ahead and make a manipulation plus presence roll. She has a resolve score of three. You will get a one dot stunt, so plus two dice.
4: Nine successes.
0: That's not particularly common, but I suppose that... Dealing with the anathema is not particularly common either, so maybe we could make an exception if you prove your dedication through service and action instead. So, I guess then, how much do you know about the faith? Any of you?
2: I know that everyone who follows the faith are the most trustworthy people that I've met, and it's something that I have... Whenever someone has said that they're from the Immaculate Order... I knew that I could trust them and be safe to travel with them because of their following, and I'm just looking to be a part of that.
0: The dark clouds of conflict rack your city, the portents of war, and the Immaculate Order carries that standard. What have you to say to that?
2: I believe that the Immaculate Order does what they think is helping, and if this is what they believe it's going to help Yahweh. I am with it.
0: Okay, but that didn't answer my question. That's the people who follow the faith. Mm-hmm. I asked what you know of the faith itself.
2: I know that you guys have different deities, and that...
0: Well, the world is filled with various deities. You can't shake a stick in all of creation without almost hitting one. That almost goes without saying.
2: Well, that's true. But I also know that there are people who have dragon blood, and they're the ones who are higher up.
0: Yes, they are enlightened.
2: Mm-hmm. I know that.
0: If you want to make a lore plus yeah. uh, intelligence roll, you can see how much you do know. Okay. So the difficulty here is a little different than we normally do it where it's going to be more on a sliding scale, where the amount of information you get is going to be dependent on how many successes you get. Okay. Um, it's not sort of a binary pass-fail situation. Okay. So are you going to spend anything?
2: Yeah, I'd like to spend one personal essence.
0: Perfect. So okay. go ahead and roll that.
2: Three successes.
0: Okay, so you know that, obviously, the Immaculate Order is the faith of the realm, Mm-hmm. And like you said, it upholds Majority. the dragon-blooded as the enlightened beings at the top of the cycle of reincarnation. They revere, in part, the elemental dragons who blessed the dragon-blooded, mm-hmm. but they actually tend instead to revere proxies for them, human manifestations Uh of the elemental dragons known as the immaculate dragons Uh one of whom obviously correlates to one of the five elemental dragons and one of the elements therein and one of the large tenets of the immaculate order is is proper work it's about working within your station And in fulfilling your role well, you are likely to reincarnate to a higher station, Mm. eventually perhaps even as one of the dragon-blooded. And aside from that, it's important that they police and quell the corruption of gods who exploit the people of creation, perhaps unduly. And they, in part, seek to portion out prayer to all of the gods so that they fulfill their role and they don't go hungry, but they also do not abuse their power.
2: Um, what do you mean by revere?
0: Like, in terms of the dragons?
2: Yeah, when you were saying that earlier.
0: They tend to be sort of at the top of the totem pole.
2: Okay. In terms
0: of gods that they, they worship or that they care about. Okay. Like, most of the Immaculate texts are about the doings of the Immaculate Dragons. And so they are used often in parables and allegories and lessons. And the offertory bowls, which are set up right now, are each in offerance to one of the Immaculate Dragons.
2: Well, I also know that everyone who is in the Immaculate Order strides to work properly in their station. No matter what you're doing, you're you're doing the best of your ability And you're doing what you're told. That way, when you are reincarnated, you're closer to being part of the uh, immaculate dragon and have dragon blood. And I think that I could also be a person who works really hard in their own station and area. And I would like the chance to be possibly reincarnated higher than a demon. And I know that the Order portions out prayers to the gods, so that way they all receive attention fairly and not one gets too much.
0: That's not, uh, wholly inaccurate. Wonderful. So, I think that that probably, if they didn't already know it, served as a good lesson for your friends. I think that before we progress, we should probably get you changed and ready. You know... Going all the way through with this, it doesn't make a lot of sense to keep you immediately here. I don't have the breadth of knowledge that's required to fully cleanse the clouds which haunt your souls, but I've heard that there are theologians, sages on the Blessed Isle who are working to unlock those secrets, and perhaps that... In the near future, the Wild Hunt needn't slay all of the anathema, or perhaps even any of them. No. So, before we do that, I think it's important that we put you all into robes, and that if you're truly offering yourselves up in the way that you say that you are, we also will need to, and she pats the top of her head, give you a light shave.
2: Oh. Oh boy. I was wondering, and the... Last thing I would like to do before we completely give ourselves over is if we could actually get the chance to talk to Min.
0: Now, why would you want that?
2: To be honest, I have seen her a few times before around the city, and she was always someone I wanted to talk to. And I believe that if we got the chance to meet her, it would make me feel 100% confident about our decision. I
4: feel like I can never truly be ready until I am at peace with her based on who we are and what we've done and how that's affected her.
3: I I think uh, what my friends are uh, saying is that they would like to ask for forgiveness to be fully cleansed before rebirth in the realm.
0: Go ahead, and Rizzo, I think, is the primary actor here. Roll manipulation plus socialize. And her resolve score here is being bolstered by an intimacy, so it is sitting at six.
2: I will spend two peripheral. Banger. Damn! Five successes.
0: Oh, believe me. Once you all have gone through the process, you needn't worry about forgiveness or anything. Forgiveness isn't particularly important. What's important is that now you commit yourself to your new place and that you find peace within yourself. If you need to seek someone else out for that, you need simply more reflection, more education.
2: And we can't find that education from her?
0: Not immediately. She might be a part of the escort who takes you back to the realm when it is time.
4: Look, Sessus basically killed my brother. And I killed Raghur Prema's brother. I have a lot of history with people in the realm. And that is heavy. And even if I reflect on it, it's it's not stuff that just passes. It, it, even for Sussman's sake. If she suddenly saw us with the realm without having a conversation about it.
2: I don't think she would accept us.
4: We killed her sister too. We need to talk to her about it. You're already here, my children.
0: And she is going to make... A roll to read Godwin's intentions.
4: I will, uh, bump it up by one, so I'll use two modes. Perfect.
0: It looks like that did you well because she got five. So good job. Hmm. Well, again, I'm afraid that there's certain protocol that we must observe. You're going to have to go through the motions.
4: Yeah, hey, but you said my reasons were, were uncon- uncommon, that I am uncommon. And
0: indeed it is this peculiarity which ensures that these steps must be observed. You're a high risk. Will you please? You must understand that you have reputations for being silver-tongued liars. Deceivers.
4: I'm being honest with you now. Believe me. Uh, Can I roll for it?
0: She's all, someone already tried to convince her. <sighs> so I can't try? Nope. Not unless you get it, Rizzo.
2: <laughs> yeah. No.
0: Not unless what? You need something that is substantially more useful.
4: Hmm. I have something that belongs to her.
0: What is it? We had all of your things removed.
2: My a heart. Hug. A heart and a hug. Uh,
0: you poor thing. Yeah. No. No, I'm, I'm sorry. She's she's a monk. She's a dragon-blooded monk. But as part of that, she's sworn off.
4: But I, I just need to get it of off my flight. chest.
0: I'm afraid that you, when that hair comes off right now... You've committed yourself to denying yourself those things, too.
4: Well, well, yeah, but I I need to disclose those before I, you know, jump off the ship,
0: Peace comes from within yourself, not from without.
4: It would just be nice to talk about it. That
0: didn't work. No, this is a religion that when you become a (laughs) monk, you are celibate and you have a very restricted diet. (laughs) The passions of your heart are not going to sway her.
4: Damn.
3: What? If, since uh, my friends clearly have unfinished business, you went forward with the process with me and then held off for them until they can finish that. That way you know that no one is trying to trick you. I mean, clearly I'm willing, and I think they are too, just we all have different steps we need to take. If you well, understand.
0: I'm going to cut you off right now. If you had unfinished business then why did you hand yourselves over? You knew you were high-risk targets.
3: Because
2: you turned n-
0: yourself over, you knew what it meant.
2: Because there is no way we would have been able to talk to her without coming in here. We know what we need to do, but there's one last step and if that's in the same place, if you're going to go run errands, if those two of those things are in the same area, wouldn't you go to that that whole area Look, first? Uh,
0: what's Rizzo's guile score?
2: Oh, found it four.
0: Okay. She's going to try to read Rizzo's intentions. She's going to spend a willpower. Okay, here she goes. She got six successes.
2: She had to beat four?
0: Yep. She smiles lightly. Well, if you have so much unfinished business, I've got an interesting idea. You can talk to her. I'll take you over and you'll have a conversation. A conversation that I'll be party to. Okay,
2: that's fine. Okay. Wonderful.
0: So she is preparing to walk you over to Min and Prema. Is there anything you guys are trying, going to try to do in here before that happens?
2: Yeah, no, I'm good. There's nothing else I wanted to do in here.
0: Okay. Let's roll. We cut to this large tent at the back of the formation. There are many more soldiers here who appear to be very much on alert and present. They have sharp eyes and sharp spears. You are walked to this large tent that has a sort of wooden scaffolding that has been laid out in front of it that serves as a deck, atop which there are two chairs, one on which Ragura Prema sits, and the other upon which Cessus Min sits. Soldiers circle up around you as Rebuke brings you forward, and... She motions and says, We found some interesting characters in our camp tonight. Your resplendencies. And, uh, we had an interesting conversation. They claim that they wanted to convert. And that they had some unfinished business with you before they underwent the conversion process. I asked them some questions. And I learned some interesting things. But I'm afraid that they didn't realize one very important thing. And I'll leave this up to you. You might want to, you know, grab your Diclaves, your Gormals. They didn't realize that the only way to cleanse the soul of an anathema is through death and rejoining the cycle of reincarnation. A shame. Perhaps in another life they would have been good devotees. But I believe they have words for you. And perhaps the tutelage that I gave you, Prema, and you, Min, will serve you well here. You are now above my station, after all. I hope that the training that I was able to impart to you serves you well here. And she drops into a low bow and then stands up and turns back into the crowd. As she turns away, what do you do?
4: Godwin has already had his fists clenched since the moment he laid eyes on Cessus Men, having been thinking about what she just did to Ajax.
2: Uh, Cessus Men? Rizzo raises her hand.
0: You can't, your hands are bound.
2: <laughs> what? <laughs> you can't I held both of them up behind my back, like raising my hand. I don't know if you remember that I said that I may have killed your sister.
0: No, I'm afraid I forgot.
2: Um perfect. So I just wanted to let you know that it was really stupid of me to say that because I was very heated, but your sister actually killed herself in honor. And I forgot to say that, and I really felt like it was something that you should know because it's completely different than me having killed her, and that she chose to do it, and she did it for respect and honor.
0: sessus Min clasps the sheaths of her diaclaves to her hips, stands up, walks to the edge of the wooden platform, and jumps down. You've all been caught in a lie. What reason have I to believe that you're not lying to my face right now?
2: Well, you could always, I don't know, do a little dragon read on me or something. But I honestly, I don't think it's anything that I could live with. Knowing that you, and I don't have anything against you personally, it's not fair for me to have lied about how your sister died. And I know that you're hurting anyways because you were very close and she talked about you the brief brief time that i met her and she was in a pickle and that's what she chose to do and i don't think that even if we have our differences i don't think that stop that talking fair
0: to you stop roll that actually sounds like charisma plus presence okay. to me
2: okay what am i looking to beat four Ooh, i gotta make a perfect sorry folks yikes you have? four
0: Yeah, uh, you can take two dice for your stunt
2: okay yeah, dirty, rotten. One success.
0: Well, I'm glad then at least your conscience will be clean when you die. Anyone else have any confessions they need to make?
2: How are you so
4: unscathed?
0: Unscathed? By what?
4: By Ajax.
0: He was a piss ant.
4: <laughs> How dare you?
0: Because I have the power. I have the ability. Stop me. I... Oh, wait. You've already given yourself up. I asked God... if anyone had any more confessions.
4: Godwin growls and stands behind rizzo
0: oh so now you're hiding away lovely go
4: fuck yourself i might later i thought that you couldn't do that because you're a monk
0: <laughs> well i'm also one of the chosen i've got a lot of leeway
4: well i'm choosing you to die after this fight
0: oh i think it's cute that you presume that there's going to be a fight anymore
4: well this isn't gonna end with hugs and laughter i'll tell you that
0: how are you to defend yourselves you're tied up
4: this is an execution I don't know what I'm capable of.
0: I do, and it's not a lot. Prema cocks her head. She's still sitting. She's got one leg resting on the other. Not in the effeminate style, but she's got like her ankle resting on her knee.
3: You know, uh, Prema, Min, I think that if you really want to stick it to our entire city and all of our friends and our lovers, you do this execution at the heart of the city, where our own lovers are elected. Show everyone that... You've taken us down, because honestly, it just seems a little, I don't know, small, tight. I mean, I've seen better executions in my hometown. Those are real things. Public, fantastic. Events really struck fear into everyone and destroyed hope. So if you want to waste killing three anathema in this little place, then fine. But I think it'd be better if we did it. Really, where it would hurt?
0: Uh, I will ask then that you roll... That sounds like manipulation plus presence, and they are bolstering their resolve each with a defining intimacy. So they each have a resolve score of eight for this roll.
3: Can I stunt this?
0: You already have. Oh, You're I did. getting a two dots on you.
3: So I will spend five modes to completely double that.
0: Okay, peripheral or personal?
3: Uh, peripheral.
0: Cool. So your cast mark, which had ceased glowing just recently, begins to glitter up again. I have news for you. This isn't about us domineering the city and putting people into submission. You do realize that your center of worship was raised to the ground earlier, correct? That's enough. This is personal. This is about what happened to On and about what happened to Vijay.
3: I know, it just seems like a waste. I mean, I'm not saying that you have to dominate anyone or show your power. You, you already have done that. I just, I mean, just if you really want to wipe- The only waste <laughs> that sits in front of me is the three of you. Okay, all right. Let mean. Just, just relax, all right? I, I mean, I, you, you got me tied up standing in front of you with all your spears. You don't really need to yell at me. I'm not going to do anything. Clearly, I can't, but I don't know. You certainly
0: can stand to irritate.
3: Oh, believe me, you're not the first person to say that. But I guess my last uh, confession is, if I can ask for a last request, that is, just to uh, die a little grander.
0: Quite frankly, you don't deserve it. Was it your anima that was flaring up earlier? The big... Killer whale? Whale? Yes, Yes,
3: killer whale. Yes, well, you must remember that I have not wronged any of your family members.
0: You're complicit.
3: Nor did I kill one of your own, and I willingly went to capture when you restricted Godwin. So, I suppose for an anathema, I've done a little bit better than my friends.
0: Unfortunately, an anathema's an anathema, and you didn't stop your friends. I think that for you, given I feel it fits the imagery, we'll gut you like a fish.
3: What? What Your is
0: an orca, right? Sea creature? We've got you
3: like a fish. Next. Orca's not a fish. It's a yeah, I said an animal. Yeah, it's a sea creature. That doesn't mean it's a gag fish. Gag him. Oh, you want to gag me, bitch? Fine, go ahead. I don't care, but I'm not a fucking animal.
0: No, you're worse than an animal. You're a demon. <laughs> a soldier comes up with a piece of cloth behind Ariston and slides it into his mouth, tying it behind his head.
2: Wait! You're just mad. Because you lost your sister, and I'm really sorry, but it's not their fault. And I know that we're scum to you, but is it in your religion to treat scum this way?
0: Literally,
1: (laughs) yes.
2: Look inside yourself. Is it your personal, is it morally your thing to get scum like us this way?
4: Yes, Rizzo.
2: I thought it would help, and she would forget. Maybe
4: or you're something. trying to talk to them like they're reasonable people. They're not. They do. do they're
2: monsters. They what would you
0: do if the people who murdered your siblings were sitting in front of you?
2: I don't know. They First kind of, all, of are. Didn't murder her. I'm, I just want to clarify that.
0: On a suicide or no? You drove her to that.
2: I didn't drive her to anything. I told her not to do it, and she said it was the thing to do. Do
4: you want to be like your friend? Oh, I don't want
2: anyone to sing. <sighs>
4: Rizzo, there's nothing more that words can do at this time.
2: Rizzo would like to activate Diamond Body Piranha and she would like to start flaming. Perfect.
0: So go ahead and roll the dice for Diamond Body Prana. Holy.
2: Where was shit. this earlier, my dudes? 11 successes.
0: So that will then add 14 to your soak value with invulnerable skin of bronze, which was on earlier, brings you up to a total of 27 soak. And as you do this, Min glowers at you. What? What's the point of this?
2: I just feel a lot better with it on. My skin feels better. And if I'm going to die, I would like to die a little less painfully and not feel it
0: nods to the soldier who is standing behind you and he drives his spear into your back and as it makes contact with your skin, it shatters and wood splinters go flying back into his face.
2: Yeah, it just... I didn't expect that to happen. You know, I've never actually driven a sword through myself. It's just a... I'm not ready to die yet. So can I flame up now? Can I start burning? You're you're already burning. I'm already burning. Yeah, so... I was wondering if you would like to talk about your um, your sister right now because we never got to say any words to her and Rizzo's like looking around to see if she sees any sign of uh, Seven Symphonia's coming and she's just trying to buy time.
0: You look behind you, the soldier who tried to strike you mm-hmm. actually has a large number of splinters in his hands it's almost as though he tried to touch a porcupine he's looking in shock at his bloodied hands and you look back for a sign of seven symphonious chords and you don't see anything for a second and you turn back and cessus min's short diclave is resting at the place where Your clavicle and neck come together, just at sort of the base of your neck, angling toward your jugular. And along the red jade, you see a reflection of purple light play against it, as it looks as though hundreds of purple eyes open up in the reflection of the blade.
2: Uh, you don't have to put that so close to my throat.
0: Her eyes go a little wide for a moment, and then she bites her lip. I'm afraid that I do, because it's time that I did this. And she tries to drive it into you. Everyone needs to roll, join battle.
4: Groovy. So Godwin is going to use Inspiring Battle Hymn, which allows for him and all allies to re-roll all ones on join battles. And they get plus one resolve against threats, supernatural fear, etc.
0: What does Godwin's Battle Hymn look like?
4: So Godwin, without his recorder, having nothing but raw emotion dealing with the emotional weight of ajax just yells rawly and defiantly
0: perfect so that will give you a two dot stunt on your join battle so godwin's gonna spend five motes to double it you only have a join battle at five go ahead and roll that sadly so
4: um and since he did he did that and inspiring battle for him he has used 10 motes in this turn
0: wow yeah so he is glowing just like his good friend rizzo
4: Oh, you can like
2: the way that sounds. Five successes.
0: All right, so you have a starting initiative of eight. Rizzo, what were you going to roll?
2: I'm spending two prayerful modes for a total of ten dice. Wonderful. Six successes.
0: So Rizzo has a starting initiative of nine. How about Ariston?
3: Ariston turns over slowly, and he had had his eyes closed after seeing men drive the spear so closely to Rizzo's neck he had started to shake lightly it brings in a whole rush of memories and Erson's not afraid of dying today he's just afraid of standing there without any control and he takes a deep breath Ready to take that control back.
0: Cool. So add plus two dice and an automatic success.
3: Erison's going to spend uh, four modes from personal to increase his dice pool to nine. Erison got 11 successes.
0: Well, holy... God, That charm really actually helped because she re-rolled two ones and got a 10 and an 8 out of it. So that's three extra successes. Finally paying off, Godwin. Uh, So you said 11 successes? Yes. So you are starting at 14 initiative. All right, so we're going to start with Min's initiative roll. She's going to spend four motes, and she gets plus two for the stunt that she did. Min rolled six successes, matching her starting initiative with Rizzo's. And here is Prema, who's going to spend two motes. She rolled five successes, I believe matching her then with Godwin. Uh, And here goes seven Symphonious Chords, because he's uh, at the opposite side of the battlefield. Uh, He rolled seven successes, so he's going to be starting at ten initiative. And here are the elite guards who are surrounding you. They got four successes. And now, here are the -the run-of-the-mill soldiers who also rolled four. And here are Seven Symphonious Chords' horde of ward ghosts.
2: Freak yeah!
0: Who rolled one. As Rizzo's anima has been flaring, Quinn comes barreling through the circle of soldiers, the tattoos under his fur are glowing and Godwin's recorder and Rizzo's sword are poking through his fur as he slides up behind everybody. This could easily be used to cut ropes if needed, but it's the top of the round and Ariston's turn. He is bound and gagged. What is he going to do?
3: Is he strong enough? Is, how strong is the rope?
0: It's going to be like a difficulty one strength plus athletics to break out of it.
3: Okay. Airston takes another deep breath and he's exerting as much pressure as he can against the ends of the rope as he brings it lower down his back and he brings his shoulders forward in sort of a hunch and spreads his arms out quickly to snap the rope
0: you get plus two dice for your stunt you're looking at a difficulty of one because you are exalted and ropes cannot adequately hold you for long Ariston got two, and that's because he rolled a ten. So Ariston snaps the ropes away, and they fall to the ground. And as he shakes them off, this draws Cessus Min's attention. As we now shift to her turn and to Rizzo's turn, what is Rizzo going to do?
2: Uh, Rizzo wants to use Howling Lotus Strike.
0: You need to get yourself out of the things first.
2: Oh, You need to, like,
0: get your weapon.
2: Oh, okay. So first she calls over Qui-Gon, and she has him nibble off her... Or at least, like, loosen it so she Mm -hmm. can at least squeeze, you Mm -hmm. know, when you, like, pull out. Mm -hmm. And she breaks her hands free from the rope, and she retrieves her sword from Qui-Gon.
0: Perfect. And that will constitute your turn for this round. Okay. And as Ariston breaks from the ropes... Min draws her short diclave back, actually sparking against Rizzo's flesh as she pulls it away, because Rizzo is so prepared to handle this. And she spins back, and the sparks that flew from Rizzo's flesh strike the ends of her blades, and they erupt in fire as she drops into her martial arts stance. It is now Raghura Prema and Godwin's turn. They're acting on the same tick what does godwin do
4: godwin is going to grab his daggers and recorder from qui-gon and he is going to use the daggers to cut his ropes and then re-holster his recorder into its case on his back and hold the daggers as weapons
0: perfect prema stands from the chair that she was sitting in hoists up her gormall rests it on her shoulder And as she jumps from the scaffolding to the dirty ground below, you see a white sheen of light and essence play over her skin, and she leaves a crater in the ground where she lands with the impact. It is now all of the soldiers' turn, and the soldiers who are immediately around you are circling up and trying to take all of you out. All right, so they got six. Does anyone have a score that is higher than six for their parry or evasion?
2: Mine is six
0: everyone think about what your soak value is. I know Rizzo has 27, so I'm going to roll damage for her right now. Okay. They get to roll two whole dice to damage you, (laughs) but they got two successes. So you drop from nine to seven initiative. Okay, so they got one rollover of Godwin, which brings their base damage to 15, and he has five soak. So here are their 10 dice. Godwin takes five damage as this group of soldiers essentially is about to blindside him with their spears as he leaps out of the way at the last second, turning and facing Cessus Min. And here are the seven damage against Ariston. So Ariston takes three damage, bringing him down to 11 initiative, still easily the top of the order. For now, the other armies, the mass of the soldiers, and the war ghosts continue to clash. And throughout this fight, whenever it's Seven Symphonious Chords' turn, anytime he is on the battlefield and makes an attack, he's going to roll 6 dice, which represent his willpower. And each success he gets on these rolls is going to add to a running total approaching 10. And if he hits 10, he is going to lose control. So here's his first roll. Fuck. He rolled 5 successes on his first roll, so he is halfway to losing his shit. You see the eyes pulsate and shake and you can see rivulets of blood glinting in the early evening moonlight from what must be hundreds of feet away maybe even half a mile as he is tearing himself down the battlefield it is the top of the second round everybody regains five motes if you can and Ariston is going first. And seeing as how it is the top of the round, Cessus Min is going to use Fire Flash Technique, which allows her to roll her current initiative, and each success will move her up one tick in the combat. If she gets two successes on this, she will go at the same time as Ariston. If she gets three, she will move before him, which will confer her an additional two points of initiative. And that is three successes. So she jumps up to 11 Leaping at the opportunity which has been presented to her, Min whirls around, flinging the fire from the edge of her blade towards Rizzo. As it bursts into the ground before her, she appears behind Rizzo, seeking to drive the short diclaves which she holds in each hand into Rizzo's back, hopefully taking advantage of a moment of weakness. She's going to be adding six dice to her attack. So, Whoa. she rolled nine successes, which means she is going to be rolling a pool of 13 damage dice against Rizzo right now.
2: Bring me back. She's not guy.
0: That is nine points of lethal damage coming in. Are you going to use Ruin Abasing Shrug? Yes. All right, what does Ruin Abasing Shrug do?
2: She needs to re-roll the success dice.
0: Perfect. Here she goes. So, that is four points of damage that are coming in at Rizzo. Cessus Min drives the blades against Rizzo's back, carving through her rock-hard skin an X. Blood begins to trickle out of it, which she flicks off of her blade. A bit tougher than I had anticipated. No worry, I enjoy a challenge. Now, won't you join us for lunch at Madame
1: Faye's? Oh, hey! Look at you guys. You mind if I sit down? <laughs> it looks uh, it looks nice in here. You know, it's. I never thought that I'd actually make it into the city. If I'm gonna be perfectly honest.
2: Well, uh, welcome. Do you want some tea, Sure. Sit down.
1: <laughs> oh uh, yeah, tea. Tea's good. Mm-hmm. Tea's good. What? Like you guys have any local local favorites I could get in on? You know.
2: Um. Drink
1: a lot of tea with the realm. You know, on the road
2: uh you guys have green tea or
1: oh yeah we got lots of green tea yeah it's
2: pretty much what i order yeah uh we got a got a lot of that there's
4: (laughs) a a shrine blend of oolong that is made by the monks and it's really quite good
1: oh interesting that that sounds kind of fun but also like i might have to sort of take on the uh spiritual debt of drinking heretics tea that's you know, got me a little nervous.
3: Oh my God, why do you guys have to make it, it t- about religion every time?
1: Well, you know, I'm just trying to do, do the right thing. And, you know, I'm just trying to live my my life right. But look, but look, what's
3: right for you may not be what's right for other people, you know, man? Like, you gotta consider that. Because well, what I believe is opposite of what you believe. Perfect. And that's not fair to me to consider you a bad person because you're doing the same thing that I'm doing. But you don't seem to acknowledge that.
1: Well, I, I think that... Considering that we live in a world where there are objectively gods that get worshipped and that's you know, get seen, that there's certain things that you can objectively count on, and, uh, I've never seen anything which disconfirms all the stuff that I was taught from the Immaculate Texts.
4: Well, here's the thing. So, you've got black tea, you've got green tea, you've got white tea, you've got oolong tea, they're all tea. Nobody questions whether green tea is a real tea or not but you got your favorite kind of tea and you could just stick to it and not smack over someone else's oolong you know i do like oolong that's a good that's a good point godwin yeah i have those okay. i know
1: well, i'm saying it was a good point see, God. but the thing is the thing is right here God, i just Wade. expressed hesitation around drinking this tea on religious grounds and now you're attacking my faith i didn't say anything about your ability to drink your heretic's tea. You know, so I think you all need to take a look in the mirror. I was just sitting down trying to have a nice conversation. By the way, mister, it looks like you're not wearing those gloves anymore. That's kind of funny.
2: Uh... That's because he needs to let them breathe every twelve hours, and okay, then he has to put them right but back on.
1: I I definitely was led to believe that it would be like a lagoon creature situation. No,
2: it totally is. Everyone from here like kn- the,
1: the forearms down.
2: Everyone here knows about it. We come just so often. But everyone knows. I don't
1: see a lagoon creature uh, yeah, situation. I mean, Those It, look it like disappears for
2: yeah, an hour. It's, you only get hour, that hour. one hour. Uh, hey, do you like uh, snacks? They have um, biscuits here. Oh yeah, snacks here. are
1: great. Biscuits. Okay, hold on. I, there's some regional variation in terminology. Are you talking about cookies, or are you talking about about like little little balls of dough?
2: Both. We're talking about. Okay, but when pancakes, you said like biscuits, biscuit pancakes. No biscuits. Not. Pancakes. I, I oh. prefer the, the
3: the balls of dough personally.
2: Ew. Why is that? Ew. Yeah, that's weird. What's
3: What's wrong with liking
1: that that type of biscuit? Well, a uh, cookie biscuits are sweet and delicious. And every time I've had like a, a dough ball biscuit, it's made my mouth all dried out. Wait. Suddenly you're smacking your lips, you're, you're craving milk or water. It's, it's, you know, it's a real messed up situation in there. No matter how much jam you put on there, it doesn't help. It's just mm-hmm. like a like trying to eat a brick.
3: Uh, well, you probably haven't had a good biscuit. The point is it's supposed to be fluffy and sometimes even moist.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, the kind they have here is actually a combination of both wait a biscuit biscuit? A biscuit biscuit with little chocolate chips in it. Yep, and gravy. Oh gross! Why gross? It's a Jawai delicacy.
1: I actually, when I was a kid, there was one one way that I did like dough ball biscuits. My mum she used to make me biscuits in chocolate gravy, and that was that was great. Oh, that's
3: disgusting. It was great. You know what? Delicious. Waiter,
2: waiter, waiter.
1: Uh,
0: yeah. Hi. You don't have to shout, you know.
2: I'm just really excited. I'm sorry. It's like okay, right in yeah. my ear.
0: Stop. What, what can I do for you guys?
2: Can we get some biscuit biscuits?
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. You, you know it. Yeah. All right. What what we flavor? Do you want chocolate chip snickerdoodle?
2: Uh, chocolate chip.
0: All right, great. Awesome.
2: Okay. Uh, I get some green tea?
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely.
2: Maybe a side of oolong?
0: Oh, sure. Absolutely. Okay. It's a green tea and a side of oolong?
2: You get oolong as a side? I like to dip it in after I've removed the green tea bag, so. Can I get a,
4: an oolong... Uh, the shrine special, um, with a, you know, on the rocks. No.
0: Sir. Sir. Sir.
4: I literally want it poured over ice.
0: Okay, I can,
4: I can cater cater to your weird
0: cold tea fetish, fine.
4: with a little bit of extra in it, if you know what I mean.
0: I'm not gonna put a little bit extra in your drink, sir. We've had this conversation a few times before. I
4: meant a little bit of extra ice. That is not what you meant. No,
3: I would agree, that's not what you meant. Are you trying to assume my thoughts, Ariston? No, I just uh know that they've been trying to get him to serve you alcohol for like the past like five times we've been here and it doesn't work.
0: All right. I I definitely feel like my stay at this table is uh,
1: you know, it's it's been I've I've overstayed my welcome is what I'm trying to say. I'm sorry. I'm a He'll a have bit a green flustered. tea too. Yeah, sure. will they have
3: carbonated water in this time?
1: No.
2: Oh, that's so a stupid question. <laughs> sorry, no Perrier, Alex. <laughs> Ever since Tuppy hurts, (laughs) (laughs) we can just deal with it. Ever (laughs) since Tuppy dumb, too much dry, flaky balls.
4: Can you get the the fish over there? Some common sense in his drink.
0: Okay, so I'm gonna have to ask that you not use racial epithets in the in the establishment.
4: Calling him a fish is a racial epithet. You just said it again. What?
3: Yeah, it kind of is. I mean, you, uh, you you use it to silence me, use it to okay. denounce my ability yep. to do my things. You act like I am lesser than you because I am an animal. Okay, well, oh, you animals. feel like
1: you just admitted that you're an animal, which is a little bit weird. No, that's but I not do what say, I meant.
4: Is that what no, I, calls
1: you? No, I do want to say, though, that w- the way you said that, nobody says anything with that intonation if it's not hate speech.
4: Get off your high Look, horse you say, there, say You captain. say
1: fish and I say anathema. It's the same thing.
4: Are you delegitimizing my flavor preference of tea?
1: No? What? No!
4: It's an analogy that can be applied in multiple forms. Okay, but I'm not
1: delegitimizing your preference in tea if that preference in tea involves the violation of someone else's human rights.
4: Oh, so you're suddenly all about the violation of other people's human rights being an issue? Hmm? Does that make sense? Because that sounds like you're calling the kettle black, buddy!
1: You have to understand, that for the immaculate texts, the three of you, are not in fact humans, you're demons.
4: But we're being converted, so we're all good. Do you carry a copy of the immaculate text with you?
1: I don't, like, have the whole thing on me all the order Can time, Can you no? find
4: the part where it tells you that, hmm? Yeah, there's,
1: <clears throat> there's a lot, there's a large section that talks about the anathema.
2: Well, I think that whole section is just a bunch of baloney. Waiter! Waiter!
0: Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to Swallows of the South. If you liked the show, please remember to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes. If you'd like to find the show on the internet, please go to swallowsofthesouth.com. You can also find us on Twitter, at Swallows of South, or on Google Plus or Tumblr, at Swallows of the South. If you have any questions you'd like to have answered please feel free to send messages to Swallowsofthesouth at gmail.com. If you'd like to interact with Quinn personally, please go to MonkeyPieQuinn on Twitter. Our theme music was new by Elvis Herod, and I hope to see you again next Tuesday.